Put that shit up, Quay. Baby. Go back. That is my dog. That is my dog for sure. That is my dog. That is my dog for sure. That is my dog. Me and my dog. We get two in a row. Me and my dog. We get two in a row. They just keep on calling. She said she ready to pull up. As soon as I get there, I'ma be on the floor. I'm on my way. I'm going fast. I'm coming home to get you. I'm on my way. I'm going fast. I'm coming home to get you. Welcome back, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the jam. It's week three of Ballers in the Bay Friday Night Lights, and we got a whole lot to talk about. We got some maybe upsets, some things we already knew, but before I get too much into it, let me bring in my partner, Mr. BP. What it do? What it do, man? What's going on, baby? We back. We back, man. Let's go and kick this thing off another week. Let's ride out. Hey, man, BP, you said Twitter on fire with some of them tweets Friday, Saturday morning, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. We try to hate. Just want to get some opinions, man. See what everybody was thinking after these games we just had, man. All right. So let's jump on into it. Week one. I mean, week two. What game caught y'all the most? Man, hey, I'm going to have to go with Gaither Plant, man. That caught me the most, man. Yes, sir. You surprised, T, man. They they surprised everybody. Well, they surprised me. I thought it was going to be a good game. Yeah, man. Gaither, Gaither went ahead and took them down, man. I was I was actually impressed with Gaither, man. Gaither came out and did what they were supposed to do. Like I said earlier, man, they building something special over there, man. Starting with Coach Coach Pippen. You know, Coach Pippen told said in the newspaper, man, hey, we coming to play. Let people know that. Mm-hmm. That quarterback had a good game again, I see, man. He went four touchdown yes, passes. Right, man. And then another strong performance by Coleman, linebacker slash running back, man. Coleman, he's doing his thing over there as well as Okadukie. Oh yeah, man! You saw your boy Speedy. You told that Speedy was gonna be a problem for playing. He got loose twice. Oh yeah, man! That 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 was big, man. You always said, man, Speedy that that he matched that name, man. As far as that speed, getting an open field was able to do a lot. Another thing, I want to give a shout. I want to give a shout out to the kid, man, Jada, man. He's a slot receiver for uh for Gaither, man. He was left out with a concussion. Man, get yourself ready to get help. Man, back to go, man. We're ready to see you back on the field. Yes, sir, man. Hope you get healthy soon. They got a big game this week. Plan City, man. Woo, Plan so, City. Speaking of Plan City. City, oh, man. Man, Plan City, man. How you feel, man? Plan, speaking of Plan City, going to Plan City versus Tech now, man. How about that? Plan City losing off the of tech. Oh, man. That was a tough one for me, man. That was a tough one for me. It was raining out there, man. But, yeah. I was surprised, man. Tech stood up. That was a good game. It was a real good game, man. Tech right, round 26-14. So, Tech, man, I see, man, Tech was playing a lot of small ball this, this past weekend, man. Hey, man, I'll say this. That quarterback, David Wright, he stepped up in a big way. He might not have shown it on the stat sheet, but, man, that man got out of some key third-down situations, made some really good decisions, checking the ball off or running. Like, seeing every time playing City was making a move, Oh, they getting some momentum. Here he come. Oh, something loose to get him a new set of down. So, man, I got major respect for him. Right, man. Tech, to me, man, Tech just came out and showed both of us and showed basically the whole Hillsborough County that they were for real, man. They, they're 2-0 now going into this week. And I think Tech, man, they just have a – they're coming out with adventures, man. they like, hey, we ain't not going to worry about what everybody's talking about in the newspaper. We're going to come out and show people that we're a real team that we can put with everybody. You're right, man. You got to take your hat off to Coach Roberts and his staff, man. He got that team well prepared. 
playing City in the first half. Like they had a little problems on offense. They couldn't really get into a rhythm. It would be the rain or whatever. But Tech, Tech was in it. You could tell they had something to prove. And then that back breaker right before halftime, David Wright threw that bomb out to the number, I think it was number four, Bobby right. Moore. Oh, man. That put him up by, what, I think it was up 19 to seven at that point. Right. That really turned the whole game. I felt Plan City tried to keep it up in the second half, like tried, but Tech was just, they weren't letting go. That running back finished the game with Anthony Aguilar, 31 carries for 123 yards. Wow, man, he, told it, he was a bell cow, huh? Yeah, he would, man. That man was toting it. The Plan City yeah, defense, man. that's the boy we talked about. Emmanuel Baez, he right. stepped up for Plan City. He had 11 total tackles, two and a half for loss. McKenzie, he didn't have a good day throwing the ball, but he, he ran the ball for 13 times, 86 yards. Amir went over 100. But right, Tech, yeah. I remember, I heard Tech, they said, hey, we making sure one guy don't beat us. And they sure did that, man. Right, man. Good job, that coaching staff. Let's move it along, man. Enough about playing City and Tech. Hopefully, they'll meet again in the playoffs, hopefully. Hey, how about Chamberlain and East Bay? I don't think that's no surprise. Uh, both of us picked Chamberlain to win that game. Right, man. Chamberlain, Chamberlain came out of the box, man. I was trying to give a little something for the fans, a little hype for East Bay. I was hoping East Bay would have gave us a little fight in the sense of controlling the clock with the run game. But, man, play, uh, not playing. Sorry about that. Chamberlain came out from the start, man. It was like I think Joe, man, Joe just went off against uh, East Bay. Yeah, I saw the quarterback had three touchdown passes. But, you know, like I said the week before, man, if Chamberlain, they had to come back with a vengeance after what happened the week before against Tech. So I kind of kind of felt like East Bay was going to be in trouble, man. They had they got to get themselves right out there. And Chamberlain came back with a vengeance. <laughs> right, man. Good job, Chamberlain, man. You guys came back, man. Let's see what you guys do this week. Keep on with the performance, man. How about that? Uh-huh. East Bay. Fight, fight back, get strong on the uh, offensive defense side of the ball. How about this, man? We got Sickles and Steinbrenner. What, what was that take on that? Oh, man, Steinbrenner just keeps doing what they're doing quietly. Just keep winning. Keep right, running, man. man. That boy oh. Sillas, the running back, he had another touchdown, another punt return. I think he had 170 all-purpose yards. Man, he... Wow. Uh, Steinbrenner, man, they build us something special over there quietly. They're quietly winning over there. Not many people talking about Steinbrenner. I don't really hear many people talk about him outside of the podcast. You're right, know. man. But, hey, they finna get some attention now. It's right. So, man, good job, Steinbrenner. And we're going to go to the Grand Avenue Mall, man. How about that Orangewood versus North Gwinnett County? No. The link didn't work, so I didn't really get to watch it. But from what I could tell... It was a good game, man. I expect the Arnwood to play a good game. Like I told you, I think they're one of the best teams around. That defense is going to keep them in the game no matter what. And I figure if they were to lose that game, it was going to be some reason because of the offense. That's all. Speaking on, speaking on that stat, man, I got a stat for you, man. It's a, it's a major stat. Arnwood defense. Mm-hmm. Arnwood defense, bro, gave up 65 rushing yards. 65, 65 rushing yards and 175. I mean, 140 passing yards. That's all they allowed in two overtimes. Man. Hey, that's a They elite. lost in double overtime. It's an elite defense, so to man. Me, like you said, offense, man, not to cut you off again, man, but it's just so, it's just so on the tip of the tongue so much. You know, all the people are talking about it, man. It's just like the offense not in every big game, man. It seems like on the offensive side of the ball, they can't get things together. And I'm trying to see, like, what is the problem? Hey, I feel you. I told you. Man, you had this discussion a long time ago. When Pickles was the quarterback there, 
and they had all that talent around him and they couldn't win state the year before he switched positions, I was like, I don't see how it's gonna change. Even that next year when Devin Black came in, Devin Black came in, I was like, it's still the same thing. Like, you have too much talent out there on offense for you not to be putting up points. So I, I don't know, man. I don't follow on with that much, but to me, man. Yeah, to me, man, it's more so, man, is you know, we're gonna get more into this a little later. That's our next question, man. I really didn't want to talk about it like that right now without breaking into it, but just can't deal with it, man. It's just like like you said, too much talent on offense. I don't feel like as an offensive side of the staff, like they don't know what to do with the kids. Like you have too much for the coaching staff, whether maybe they're trying to they're stuck in their ways as far as like, hey, we did it, we're on wood, we did it this way, or we don't want to change this way, they're stuck in the script. But sometimes you gotta get off of that script and you gotta go into game planning while the game is going along. Mm-hmm. You gotta put your players in position to make plays. So Not all the time that your players are gonna just dominate the, the opposing team across from them. Sometimes as a coach, you gotta put your players in mismatches and have an understanding of the game, man, to know hey, man, I, I know I got this guy here. I'm going to put this guy in position. I'm going to feed off of this last play that I'm going to call. I'm going to set, set him up for later on in the game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think all with offensive side of the ball, they're doing that. I say, do you think it's more so of a, a scheme not fitting the kids or the kids not fitting the scheme? Because it's been going on say, for what? I, the last. I say, I say now, like you said, go back to what all was been doing. They know, hey, we're going to all with used to start out we're gonna run this ball we're gonna run this ball control the clock mm-hmm. you know great now defense to, make you beat yourself we just gonna come out here play defense control right, the clock right. we're gonna, exactly we're gonna control the clock we're gonna come out here play hard nose defense but now i mean i think they're getting so many kids to the point the coaching staff is like this is our system we're gonna stick with our system and this is what we're gonna do you know and to me in big games man you gotta you gotta be able to coach those guys up and then First of all, the offensive line is not doing anything. Like, mm-hmm. they got good coaches. Don't get me wrong. We got coaches that, as far as X's and O's and things like that. But I just feel like, for the most part, you have guys over there who, for the most part, haven't been in those positions like games to know, hey, let me do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to come back and uh, counter this and that. And it's not working for them. Like, and when you got other guys who don't see you on the other side of the ball. Like, they look at you like, hey, you on with, well, okay, I don't see you. Yeah. I'm not worried about you. I'm North Gannett. And that's what happened, man. You got guys over there who don't see those guys who like, hey, I, they put, I put my pants on the same way they put their pants on. All right. So one of the questions that we had on the Twitter site was, did we think Arnwood is going to lose to a, another, another regular season game, right? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start off. I still have Arnwood as a top team in Hillsborough County. I don't think there is no there is a big gap this year in Hillsborough County as far as teams are I think it's like four or five pretty good teams, and then everybody else like a step below, but not right. too far below. And then with the pretty good teams, I don't think there's that much separation amongst them. Right, right. It's it's close. It's close nip this year. Mm-hmm. This year to me is not how years past, where you could say we we came out of the box thinking Orange was so dominant against Plant, and not realizing Plant was not as strong as we thought they were. Yeah, we're just going plant. off of the jersey so, right there. Yeah. So now when you look at these games and you see people playing, like you got a Gator beating up on Platt. And now you're looking like, hold on, wait a minute now. Hey, Gator's saying, like, don't forget about us. Yeah, We're you got Tech coming back, beating Chamberlain and playing City. So, right, right, you man. Say so I feel, I feel, man, like you said, to answer that question, man, I feel after last week, Oral was still, like you say, Oral going to come out and do their thing. And I don't feel like that they, they, shouldn't lose, they shouldn't lose another game. But 
I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do lose another game. Just put it that way. As a, as a unit, talent-wise, Onwood should not lose another game in the regular season of football play um, to Chamberlain or uh, Gaither. But who knows, man. If you don't get the offensive line together and you don't put some of those defensive guys on the offensive line, it's going to be trouble. All right, let's go with that right there. So if a kid... That's why I think it's harder for Arnwood to try to get kids to go from the defensive line to the offensive line than like a neighborhood school because, hey, I especially if they're not from Arnwood, I, well, I came over here to play defense. I didn't come over here to play offense. So you have a lot – you might have an issue like that coming up. So what do you do with a kid like that? Right, okay. How, how about this? You got a kid like that that say, I came to play offense and came to play defense. Me as a coach – and me as my top 22 players, I was like, look here, man, we need to, let's have, sit down and have a talk. I'm going to sit down and talk to my group and say, hey, man, we're not trying to trying to take guys off the field, but we want to put the best 11 on the field. Onward is already doing that as far as when they when they need certain situations, certain situations in the game, they'll take one of their, stuff, one of their decent defensive backs off the field who's been playing the whole game and put a receiver over there. So my thing is, why can't you do that on the offensive line? Is it is it the coaching staff? Is it the players not willing to do it? But when I when I'm when I'm thinking, I'm not thinking. I'm not sure if it's the coaches. I mean, I'm not sure if it's the players. I think it's more so like, hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not calling anyone out. But I think it's more so like a, a pride situation. Like, hey, we're the coaches here. We're on wood. Opposed to saying we don't want to be like, oh, it's the players that's winning these games. Which knows the players winning the game. We're like, hey, it's a pride thing. Saying it's the coaches. The coaches are doing more than what the players are doing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not. It's not. It's the other way around. I mean, I think. You got you got good players, but you still have to coach your players up. And you have a lot of guys who come into Orangewood when they come to Orangewood. Those kids are already better than half of the kids that they're playing against anyway. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, do they come out better than they came in? I don't think that happens, man. I think studs already come in as studs. They leave out as studs. But what about the guys that come in as an average Joe? The average Joe doesn't get out of, for the most part, doesn't get any better when they leave an Orangewood program. And that has been rumblings and rumors going around about that for years. This is nothing new. So I mean, feel how you want to feel, but just you know, don't take it the wrong way. But we just you know was giving our opinion about some things that we're seeing, yeah, and I feel you. like the coaching staff, I man, have a big ego, and not just one coach, it's several coaches. You know, they have an ego about situations with the kids and thinking that hey, like I said, we're Orangewood, or we're 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 doing the Orangewood way, or this and this and that. But things times change, man. People people adapt to play calling and play situations. So you have sometimes you got to go out there and say, man, listen. Let me put this kid in position to make a play. But is it fair? Let me count this play that I call to set you up later on in the game. I have a question, though. Is it fair, though? Because, well, Arnwood, I'll say this. Arnwood has had success in these last four to five years. Ain't like they've been losing in the first, second round. They've been getting to the state championship and losing to a state champion. So is that, like, you know what I mean? Because we, I think, like, Arnwood, Hillsborough County, people kind of spoiled and forget. Like, man, it's hard to get down there. And them boys been yeah. getting down there. It's kind of like we we all upset exactly. that they losing. It's it's not. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not your local teams. Okay, it's mm-hmm. not what Arnwood played. Tech Tech beat Arnwood last year. Yeah. Okay. Tech came out and punched him in the gut, and Arnwood couldn't respond to it. Okay. Listen, it's not against it's not against Hillsborough County. Arnwood come out of Hillsborough County when Arnwood get off the bus at Hillsborough County. Those kids that are playing against opposing teams are like, man, we play on Arnwood, man. They already got in the back of their mind. Some kids are not. Some some of the twenty two don't feel like we can beat Orangewood from the from the jump. Mm-hmm. So they already. So those kids, for the most part, already lost when they come off the bus against Orangewood. Even so in the, the playoffs, when you get to when you get to your Miami Northwesterns, 
your Miami Central's, Carroll Cities, your Lakeland that they're going to play. Those boys looking at, hey, we look just like you. We don't see you. Mm-hmm. We don't see you. So what? What's up? What are we going to do? Now when you get in those type of games, yes, you have your players and your playmakers who are able to compete, but you have to have guys, coaching staff, who's able to coach and put these players to be the best, to get the best of their ability out of these kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like that's happening on the offensive side of the ball. Don't get me wrong. Your defense, where Arnwood lost against Miami Central, uh, a couple years back, I think you had your, your boy Jordan Griffin and and a couple of those guys on the defense side of the ball. Those guys created six to seven turnovers. Yes, sir. I remember six that game. Six to seven turnovers and still lost against Miami Central in the state championship game. All because of the offensive side of the ball not being able to put up plays. And to me, like I said in the post, I feel like if Arnwood doesn't win or get to state this year, I'm not saying they need a new head coach, but they need to change things around on the offensive side of the ball. The offensive side of the ball is not cutting it when you play it against other kids from outside of the state. It's not from outside of the, uh, the county. Outside the county? Offense, they need, a, they need a, new, a new identity on the offensive side of the ball. I, I can see it. Like I say, that'll be a tough question when it gets there. I think it's going to be a, it's a hard regular season for them because, like you say, teams are starting to not be as afraid as the name on the shirt no more. Now, Arnwood's still a great team. They might use that fire from what happened up there in Georgia, and they might come out, and this offense might be clicking again because, what, just last week, what, it was 38-8 they beat Plant. So, hey, with that, we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we get back, we're going to go ahead and drop all top five and get into some other things. Go ahead and enjoy the view. I drop into the bloody bottoms is underneath because I might got it out the streets. I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans. I remember hitting them all with a whole team. Not can't answer calls because I'm balling. I was waking up getting racks in the morning. I was broke, now I'm rich, deep, salty. All this designer on my body got me drip, drip. Straight up by the objects, I'm a big trip. If I got a pond, I'm a sip, sip I run the racks up with my queen like London and Nip But I got rich on all these I didn't forget back I had to go through the struggle, I didn't forget that I hopped inside of the Maybach and now I can sit back Deep know me now, cause I got them big racks Cause I'm getting money now, I know you heard that Young on the corner that had to serve crack I'm confronting me some peas, had they get them birds back We came up on dirty money, I gave it a bird back Cut off the brain and I gave my bitch a new goof Either you from the y'all gang or your suit Got a new all in me, man, that Put the new 4G's on the G I drop into the bloody bottoms is underneath Cause I might got it out the streets I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans I remember hitting them all with a whole team Nine can't answer calls cause I'm balling I was waking up getting racks in the morning I was broke, now I'm rich, deep, salty Alright, welcome back We hope you enjoyed the little vibe session We want to make sure we reiterate again at the beginning That this is just two friends discussing football amongst each other these situations we talking about are made up or just things we think about we don't know anything we not speculating anything that's for all the schools we just want to make sure everybody know that it's just two guys asking all personal opinion about questions with that being said it's time for this top five bp you want to start us off with your hot fi- your hot five let's do it man i'm ready baby top five instead of going from number one to five we're gonna start off from number five to number one Mm-hmm. This week coming at number five, we got Plant City Raiders at number five. At number four, we got Berkeley Prep. At number three, we got Tampa Bay Tech. At number two, we got those fighting hard Gaither Cowboys. 
and that number one. Everybody thought they weren't going to be number one this week. Onward Hawks. Hey, man, that's a tough top five. You started off at number five, really put pressure on me because I haven't decided who my number five team is. But since you said Plan City, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Plan City. I was deciding on whether Plan City Steinbrenner, but Tech a good team. I don't think Plan City gave their best prefer- performance, so I'm going to leave them at number five. My four team, let me see. I gotta go. For, I gotta go from the top because I can't think. I know my top team is Arnwood. My number two team is Tampa Bay Tech. Three team is Gaither. My fourth team is Leonard. That's what I had last week. I still have Texas head of Gaither because I think even though Gaither heck of a win being Plant, it was impressive. But what I saw with Tech that that re that showed me again they mean business. They right. they held that plan to the offense down. So, my top five right there. All right. So, recap for me. Number one, Arnwood. Number two, Gaither. Number three, Tech. Number four, Berkeley Prep. Number five, Plant City. All right. So, little curveball here. Give me five or give me a surprise from this this season so far. We're two weeks in. What's a surprise you done seen? Surprise to me is, uh, shoot, man. Tech, Tech coming out and and being two and zero against like surprising everybody coming out and jumping out saying we don't see no one. Yeah, that's good. It's two big wins too. What we playing City and who they beat before playing City? I don't call the blame. Uh, Jefferson was it Jefferson? No, nah, it was Chamberlain, wasn't it? Chamberlain. Yeah, Chamberlain. So yeah, playing City Chamberlain. My surprise gonna be. Steinbrenner, man. I'm, I'm falling in love with Steinbrenner, man. That running back. They got a quarterback that's committed to FIU. Man, I, I like Steinbrenner. They got a, a chance to be 3-0 this week. Right. Yeah, so that's my surprise. That's one of my surprises. Let me see. Another, you, another surprise I have, man, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Gate the Cowboys, man. Um, surprising everyone, man. Coming out of those two performances oh, that yes. those kids had against top teams, man. Uh, Plant and Jefferson, man, um, very, very excited about the Cowboys, and hopefully they continue to roll this week against Plant City Raiders. Oh yes, that's that's big. Um, another surprise team that nobody talking about, Bloomingdale, man. Oh yeah, Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale, <laughs> man. Bloomingdale, Bloomingdale got them Hawks coming to town this week. Yeah, they do. That's that's gonna be a good game, man. I'm gonna say. Wharton a surprise team for me too. They two and zero at this point. I would say Chris, but man, we ain't gonna talk about what Chris, what Chris did, Chris man. Chris against King, man. King, shout out to King for that victory. Yeah, man. King, you let us know they are who we thought they were. Right, but, <laughs> but guess what? You you hollering, you hollering, uh, Wharton, bro. You know your Wharton, your Wharton boys have Leonard this week. Yeah, yeah, man. So let's go ahead and get into all week three game previews. Game of the week. What's the game of the week this week? Game of the week this week is Hillsborough versus Tech. I like it. I like it. Them Tech boys. Matter of fact, Man. did you see? Man. I don't know if you looked online, but it's a YouTube of the Tampa Bay Tech Hillsborough basketball game. Man, when these two teams play, boy, it's always a packed house. I love the right. energy. I love the energy. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy atmosphere, man. And 
both both have good coaching staffs, and can't wait to see what happens. What the outcome is going to be? Um, I wouldn't be surprised, man, if Tech is able to slide by and be three and zero. Oh, yeah, man. But, you know, Hillsborough got that running back, number seven, Bailey. He had 14 carries for 191 yards last week. Oh, that's impressive. So, that's tough. I know they're young over there, but, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I still. Hillsborough got a good got a good tradition, man. They normally they normally fight hard. Last couple of years, they have a little, some disappointments. But, like you said, they're young, and I think they have some guys who are hungry over there ready to get, get some work done. And having a great opponent like Tech coming in town, I think those guys that come out are uh, – Eager to play, you know. Hey, Tech might have a letdown. They they beat Plans. They had two big wins. They might not take Hillsborough serious. Right, right. Uh, so. I agree with that. But like I said, man, I think those guys now, man, they they showing focus. Man, I don't think this team gonna be let down. I think they're looking forward to. They have their eyes on a couple of opponents, and that they they striving to at least get at least maybe like five or six and zero by the time they play these guys. That I'm thinking about. I agree with you. I agree with you. The next game we got. Oh, Bloomingdale Armwood. <laughs> it's funny, man. Talk about Bloomingdale, Bloomingdale with that running game, man. I think they have number 25. I can't remember his name. Can't pronounce it right now. But 25 is a stud, man. I think he have a few Division One offers. Uh, he could run. He's running that ball. Yeah, man. He had 170 yards last week and three TDs. So. Right, man. So my thing is, this week for Arnwood, I'm put a challenge to Arnwood Hawks, man. You guys had a great performance, win a double overtime, even though it came out as a loss. My thing to you guys, the challenge is you guys to come out and can the offense side of the ball. So show what they're capable of doing this week. That's what I want to challenge Onwood. But I got Onwood uh, beating Bloomingdale at least by twenty points this week. Oh, by twenty! Yes. Hey, ooh. Well, Bloomingdale do have a new coach. We'll get to see can they can they keep that success they had last year. Roll it over this year with a new coach, new system. Next game we put out to the Twitter poll. This is close second for game of the week. Gator versus Plant City. Oh my God, man! This right here. Hey. I- I don't know, man. I like them getting the Cowboys, but I'm a, like, we both Raiders, man. This ooh, right here is a, uh, this right here gonna be a crazy decision this week. Hey, man, it's a big game right here for Plan City. You lose this game, you know who they got next week. They got them dreadnoughts coming next week. Yeah, man. So, also, it's a big game for them Plan City boys. Hey, keep their focus now. You yeah, can't, don't, don't think, is, you know what I mean? You got Lakeland. I know the coaches with that loss to Tech, they probably got that team full attention now. Like, hey, we not where we think we are. We got to get out here and prove it. So it's going to be a good game with Gaither. Okay. So this right here, man. So you think Plan City, you think Plan City, knowing you're from Plan City, I'm from Plan City. You think Plan City, the coaching staff, and the kids that we know, do you think they're going to fold or they're going to be ready to play? I think they they got they want some blood on their looks, man. You saw you saw what happened when we asked, was Tech the uh, top team? Now You saw how they reacted to that. Right. So right. I, th- I think I think it's gonna be a good game, man. I don't think they did in the water yet. Right? Do you okay? Do you do you uh, you comfortable picking the team this week? Who you got this week? Put you ooh, on the spot. Ooh. Oh, you want to you want to wait to wrap the fight? I go with the city. I'm gonna go with the city regardless. You know that's that's just what I'm gonna do. Okay. Well, I think it's gonna what? be a close win. Guess what? You you ride with your Cowboys. Nah, I can't go to Cowboys this week. <laughs> hey, I'm going. I'm going to Plan City knocking off Gator this week. Yeah. Oh I, man, I, I rolled with Gator all week. But the last two weeks, get the Cowboys. But I got to back off you guys, man. Oh. I got to go to Plan City. The Raiders. We got to think Plan City gonna come out with with a lot of energy
and I think that kid's gonna go stupid out there, man. I'm talking about bananas. Go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and grab your uh, a batch of bananas, boy, because uh, uh, Mario about to go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think it's gonna be. It's a really big game for that Plant City quarterback and his offense to step up. They had a tough time last week. So, hey, lose this game, you might you might start a downfall. So, we'll see what they right. need. Uh, another game we wanted to talk about, Warden and Leonard, man. Oh, man, Warden. Warden is, uh, Warden is what, 1-0? I think they're 2-0 right now. That's going to be an interesting game. Can Warren withstand them big offensive linemen and that running back Leonard got? I don't think so. You don't think so, man? Ooh. No, I'm, I'm going with Leonard, man. I got to go with Leonard. I see Leonard winning this game at least by 10 or 14 points, man. You, you know, Leonard, I'm a surprise team, but I'm going to say that one for rapid fire. I'm going to say that one for later. Okay, okay. So that's good with that, man. I got another surprise team, man, I got for you, man. I think they, they're itching to get on our top five. But I don't really, as far as like uh, the competition they've been playing, I'm kind of like on the edge of saying, hey, maybe they're number number five. I mean, number six or number seven. Let me I would guess. Say that's Let me guess. Oh, I was just about to guess who you was gonna say. Yeah, man. I was thinking about them as well, man. Hey, they that win they just got last week. I, I think I read that was the first time in a couple couple years. Right. Was that the correct game I'm talking about here? Yes. Okay. So yeah, man. That what the coach in the second year or this is his first year he took over, right? Uh, yeah, the, the coach coach Jerry's man. Mm-hmm. I think I think man, what he got going on over there, bro, what he's building, man, just him, the knowledge of the game that he has. He's a former uh Tampa Catholic player himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just his knowledge and everything that he's bringing to the game, man, he has these kids believing. And the, the coaching staff that he's put together so fast and what he's building over there, man, I'm really, really to a point where I'm thinking these kids have a chance to surprise some people this year. I think that they might end up knocking Jesuit out this year. Ooh, I was just about to ask you that. You you, you feel it comfortable enough to say they're gonna beat Jesuit this year? I think so. With what with what they got going on over there, man, they have guys all over. There. They have a lot of a lot of dudes over there, man. They got a like a, a young group. Like I said earlier in the year, um, when he went into the neighborhood, he's able to pull a couple kids over there. A couple kids got accepted to his pro- program from the youth league Jags. And the things that they have, man, this right now they're showing some of those guys are playing now. And the, the seniors that they have on the team this year are uh, showing great leadership. Oh, and we only have guys, man. You got shoot his, his starting cornerback, running back is uh the punter. He punted the ball like sixty yards last week. <laughs> like just coming out doing things like that for his team, not being selfish. This kid is committed to Arizona State and he's coming out there like, Coach, I punt I don't mind punting. Let me get back here and punt this thing for you. You they still, man. You still think they could they could get Jesuit? I think so, man. I think no, no. So many years, I didn't think Tech was gonna be Arnwood. It been years before they beat Arnwood. You right? Hit Arnwood in the mouth. You I right. think this is a year. Shoot, I ain't gonna disrespect Jesuit like that. It's we two weeks into the season. I can't disrespect Jesuit like that. But we'll see. Right. We'll, we'll see, man. So. You want to go ahead and go to a little break right quick before we jump back in this rapid fire and wrap it up? Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. All right. See y'all. I got coach calling. A young shuck was fall. Where's I? 
my brother Mo. Check West, I ain't the monk, monk Joe. Steph West, stay with the brother Paul. You go around and get pulled. I, I got calls, calling a young shackles fall. Fire, this is the hottest thing going, man. You ready? Yes, sir. Where you I'm going? Like this, man. You want to do the results from last week, man? Where we at from last week? Well, we started out four and one. Yeah, we, we both took. We both took. Uh, Plan City. Strawberry Crest. We both took Strawberry Crest. I took Gate. You took Plant. So I so think that's the like only one we were different on was the Gate to Plant. Right. So you you got one less loss to me. That's all I need to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So yeah. let's go this week. What we got? We got Wharton versus Leonard. I'm going with got? Ooh Wharton my surprise. Not Wharton, but Leonard my surprise team. I'ma go with Wharton, man. Oh, you going with Wharton? <laughs> hey, you about to you about to be down another win. <laughs> hey, I'm going I'm gonna jump on that real quick. Let me go ahead and circle this. I'm taking Leonard. <laughs> hey, Wharton, don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. So I got uh we got Tech. Hillsboro, who you picking? Oh man, um, I don't know. I think Hillsboro too young, and I want to doubt him. I haven't seen much of them this year, but the way how Tech is rolling, man, I gotta go with Tech. Yeah, I'm going with Tech too. I think this is a good week for Hillsboro to play them after Tech's played two really good teams. But like you said earlier, I think Tech on a mission this year right now. Next game right. from me is gonna be, you see. King Leto. Oh man. Hey, I'm going since King since King was able to knock off Strawberry Crest and Strawberry Crest seemed like it was a little impressive. I can't take Leto on nothing. I really don't want to go with King, but King like he's gonna have a little more athlete, pretty more athletes than Leto. Leto ain't the old Leto. Leto can have some dudes back in the day. I gotta go with King. <laughs> I'm gonna go with King. I ain't gonna say nothing more than that. Just like King in that one. <laughs> right, okay. How about this? I got one for you. I'm going to go ahead and give you Gates of Plan City. Oh, I already said I'm going with the city, boy. I got to jump off the wagon because of one loss. I think, like I said, they lost. It's getting their attention. They coming back this week with a vengeance. Right. I'm going I'm going Plan City as well, too, man. I got to go. I got to go with the Raiders, man. Okay. I believe in the Raiders. So we got, let me see, Arnwood, Bloomingdale. Man, like I told you, I already said earlier, man. <laughs> I'm going with Arnwood, and I'm looking for Arnwood to bounce back in a strong fashion. I'm talking about Defense, defense, more defense, and I think uh, John Hall is going and uh, Montgomery is going to have a, a show hot game because he's going back to Bloomingdale. I think he got something to prove, especially after last week. So I got Arnwood by twenty points or more. Ooh, yes, I forgot. That's a good matchup right there. I'm gonna take Arnwood. <laughs> I ain't gonna say by twenty points, but I like Arnwood. <laughs> All right. Hey, how about this one? Do we? I think that, that might be it this week, man. That might be I enough for this week. All right, no problem, no problem. So, man, going back to our last week, we wanted, we shout out some players from college. Let's go ahead and review who are some ballers from the Bay Area that stood out in college last week, man. Man, hey, 
That boy from Tampa Bay Tech, quarterback Mike Penix Jr. Oh man, what those stats looking like? Man, you saw that bomb he threw. I know yes, he sir. finished with I think 326 yards and a touchdown. You boy, uh, let me see. Jerome Ford scored last week, right? Who else we had? Warren. Warren Thompson, another Arnwood boy. He caught that big bomb in that Florida State game. He didn't. He wasn't able to get in the end zone, but you know he got down I wish, there. I wish my dog could have gotten in the end zone, man. I was, I was hoping he could have drawn, but right on in there. Oh, I already knew. Right I already know you were yeah. from the set set screen on fire right then. Yeah, man. I, 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 don't, I ain't no Florida State fan, but I was watching on the low. I was watching to see what Warren was gonna do. I can't lie. Man, it's lie. rough. Up, it's rough up there in Tallahassee. We ain't gonna talk about that, man. Boy, they, they might be fighting for their job. With, hey, uh, anyway, um, how about James Miller? Oh yeah, Miller stepped up, man. He had a good game. Then he had like a big stack, a big sack in that game. Man, I'm talking about he crushed the quarterback, bro. I put on my Twitter page, James Miller just crushed the quarterback. <laughs> he did a big job and big sack, man. Shout yeah. out to James Miller. Yes, hey, sir. But how about Jerome Ford? Yeah, man. I already said. I know he scored that touchdown, but I can't remember his stats. But he looked good out there, didn't he? Yeah, man, he looked good, man. Only thing I would say about Jerome was Jerome got that opportunity. Jerome was to me was kind of, excuse me, was kind of pressing to try to get do a little too much to fight for some yards, and he had a little early fumble. Yeah, and I saw that. Said, I heard I heard a uh, commentator say Ford uh, was kind of down on the sideline, and a couple guys had to pick him up. So I'm just I already knew, man. Once he got a chance to get back in there, I knew he was going to do something. And man, well, I tell you what, the offensive line opened up a gaping hole for him. But he put that foot in the ground, man. He hit that sideline. I knew, I knew the, uh, I knew Buddy couldn't catch him after that. Oh yeah, you know that's that's lightning right now. I'm happy he was resilient and fought through that early fumble and got a touchdown. We got Antoine Thompson at Highland. He had five receptions for 62 yards. Gage right, right. Walker from East Bay. He had what 19 carries, 152 yards, and two touchdowns at Western Kentucky. Hey man, listen, I can't believe they tried to make Gage a DB. Last, the last coaching regime trying to make him a DB. He done slipped back to his natural position. That running back that he played at East Bay, and that boy, he came out on fire, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. He, he let some people know who he is. Boy, I think might be the most excited, or well, the most exciting player to watch from Hillsborough County right now. That boy out at Washington State, man. Terrell Harris. Woo, <laughs> woo. Hey, Terrell is the truth, you hear me? Man. Terrell like that boy. Terrell that eating him up. Four receptions for 91 yards and two touchdowns. Man, a man like a little Dante Hall, man, a human joystick. <laughs> right, man. And another kid, another kid I think we kind of forgot about almost. I almost slipped, I almost slipped and forgot about him. The one out of Georgia Tech from, uh, he was at Jefferson. Oh, uh, yes. Amari Brown. Oh, Amari yes. Brown. Yes, he scored against Clemson, right? Yeah, man, Amari Brown, man. I think it was like a fade route. He actually ran by the, ran by the DB, man, and faded to the sideline towards back shoulder. I mean, not back shoulder, back power line, touchdown. That's good, man. What's the other boy, last name, Brown? I think he played at Hillsborough. Is it JT Brown? JT. Yeah, he had to show that lockdown coverage for Arkansas Prime Bluff against TCU, right? Yes, man. Listen, I'm not surprised because I had that kid rated as my number one DB last season. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was Division One ready all along. I don't know what happened in his recruitment, but that kid was a Division One player. Man, he was already like six foot. I think a couple coaches said he was thin, but... Man, what you expect out of a high school player? The kid was like 160 pounds, six foot. So you know he was he was already the best uh, DB. And if you go around and ask a couple of the coaches here in Hillsborough County, they'll tell you the same thing. Oh yeah, man, that's talent. They got to steal the. Who else we got? Uh, what's the kicker from Arnwood? Uh, my guy. Oh, you talking about Adrian? 
Oh Adrian. yeah, and he do pretty yeah, good man. this weekend. Yeah, Adrian, he made that good. He had a uh, field goal in clutch situations to to take the lead for uh, North Carolina Central State. Adrian, man, good shots out of Adrian out there. That's good, man. And anybody we missing? I know we missing a lot of people, but missing a lot of guys. And I think I, you know I don't want to you know we're sorry for missing the guys we uh, we can't think about right now. But if you did make plays, man, hey, hit us up, let us know. And we will try to get you next week. But the ones who did, man, keep balling for the bait, baby. Oh, yeah, I got one more. I just came across the quarterback that transferred from USF. What's his name? Oh, Chris, Chris Okaduke. Oh, yeah, he had a good game for Sanford, right? Yeah, man. Hey, boy, you, hey, USF could have used him this weekend, huh? Oh, boy, you could have. Him, Penix. Woo. So. Boy, Jerome Ford. Man. Warren Thompson. I got a question for the. For you, if you want to answer it, but it's more so for the fans, man. How do y'all feel about USF and their recruitment of the Tampa area, or just the Tampa community? Do like, is there a good relationship between Tampa and USF? Man. Let us know your answers at Ballers in the Bay. You want to answer BP? You can. Not that's fine. We can save it for the timeline. That's just my my question right here. You, I don't think USL should be losing no forty nine to zero. It was a rough break, first game of the year. But man, that was crazy, man. Man, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna answer that question right right now. I'm gonna go ahead and pass that question. I know I normally don't pass the question to try to keep it real, <laughs> but I think as far as like on some things that I'm looking forward to in life <laughs> right now. Um, but no, nah, all seriousness, man. To be honest with you, man. I think uh, USF, I think they do a pretty good job as far as trying to get the players. Um, I think they're missing a lot on some guys. Uh, probably like kind of um, maybe going after a few guys they probably can't get a mm-hmm. little too much maybe. Um, and the guys that they should get. But, I mean, you can't fault the coach on trying to get players that's able to compete at a high level. I mean, you can't fault that guy. But then as a coach, you should know, hey, man, let me let me try to get some, some of these level B guys, you know, but a lot of times, high school coaches try to push, they don't push their top guys to USF coming out. They push their uh, level two, or, you know, like the B player or the C player to USF, and that's not what USF want. USF trying to win games, man. They, they got guys who play at a higher level in the uh, NFL, and I think it's more so our community. In a sense of parents not pushing those kids in the direction, and other players not willing to step up and say, hey, let's come as a group and let's go to USF and, and be something, man. Let's do something different. It's gonna take it's gonna take a, a, a group of guys to actually say, "Hey, man, let's go to USF and let's turn this thing around." But until that day happens, man, I think it's gonna be the same old thing. USF missing out on top players because kids don't want to be home and check for some reason. I think USF got to play a role in that as well, man. They gotta they gotta pick it up around this area. Like you said, a lot of coaches. If that's true, they may be pushing on their plan B players. But if USF, you in Tampa, you got to know who these kids are. This your background. You can't let elite talent go to different schools when you have a chance to get on it first. But I'm interested to see what the fans do. I think USF doing a better job, but I just want to see what the kids got to say. They the ones playing, how they feel about USF and the community. So with that being said, anything else you feel like we need to talk about, BP, for this episode? Nah, man, that's it, man. There's everything we're going to talk about for the last couple of weeks. We give out a little speech, man. This week, we don't have any, any words. So just, man, just do what you need to do. Play hard, man. Continue balling. Respect your parents, man. That's all I ask for you guys
don't you know be bashing your teammates and stuff like that over over line. Oh yeah, man. So just my thing is be grateful, man. That hurricane just hit and missed missed us, but people in the Bahamas got it pretty bad. So we just grateful that we able to get to have football this weekend. Hopefully, man. Oh yeah, man. All prayers, all prayers out to the to the folks out there in Bahamas, man. And if you have any outlets or anything that you could, anything canned goods or anything that you could probably donate, I'm not I'm not you know into the community like that as far as you know donating the things, but. Um, I will be willing to donate some canned goods or some waters or whatever the case might be. Um, if you know someone that has something going on like that, let us know. We can tweet it out uh, um, and try to get something going where we can actually try to ship some things over to the people in Bahamas if we can. Yeah, but man. If you, we can, wanna if you know something, let us know. Support those people, especially at a time of need, man. But with that being said, good luck to all you athletes out there. Hope to have another great Friday Night Lights. And with that, we'll let this song play you on out. Have a good night, man. Let's go. Come on.